brother. Guys, when I was growing up, it was simple. Bad guys had red lightsabers and good guys had blue. Or sometimes like, you know, a real blown out green. But that was it. End of story. But nowadays, lightsabers of every shape, form, color, size, and even sharpness somehow are all over the place. I mean, it's getting to be you can barely force push someone around this year galaxy without getting run through by some new fancy schmancy laser sword. And this is actually a subject we covered a long, long time ago here on this channel. But since then, a lot, and I mean a lot of new Star Wars content has come out that has recontextualized or at least given new meaning to a lot of the various colors. And since Mandalorian season three just started out on Disney Plus, you know we are gonna be getting some sweet, sweet dark saber action in the very near future. So today we wanted to re-examine all of the different colors of lightsabers out there and what they mean for their prospective holders. Guys, before we dive on into today's video, we need to tell you that today's video is brought to you by a whole new world in a galaxy far, far away. The movies. No, that was stupid, so I get improvising. No, to be clear, I'm not saying we've created a society on a different out there habitable planet. But we do have a brand new candle, a whole new world available over at carlinbrothersmercantile.com. A whole new world is the latest in our Royal Candle Club lineup. Each lightsaber color has a different meaning. Each candle has a different princess. As you might expect, a whole new world will make you feel like soaring on a magic carpet with scents of sweet pears, jasmine, and rich spices. So you'll feel like you're experiencing a whole new world from the comfort of your own home. But if you want to pretend it's a whole new galaxy, then I mean, you do you. Who knows what other galaxies smell like? Probably this. In fact, I'm just gonna write Yep, all right, whole new galaxy. There you go, I can do this because it's my product. Honestly, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Head over to carlinbrothersmercantile.com and check out the brand new Royal Candle Club. And if you're a subscriber, I'm gonna sign this one right now. Boom, You, I will send one, someone who signs up will get this candle that I just drew on, all right? Cool, head over, carlinbrothersmercantile.com. Lightsabers. Okay, so I suppose before we get into all of the various colors and what they mean, we should first talk about how lightsabers are made. First, let's start with the hilt. Each one is completely unique and is often a reflection of the wielder. And while what's inside the hilt is what's gonna be really important, pieces of the hilt before the lightsaber is constructed will actually start calling out to the user. For example, Luke obviously had a great affinity for you know wiper blades and flash tubes and stuff, which is what the original lightsaber was made out of. Actually, I suppose that was Anakin's lightsaber and we didn't even see him make it. They just sort of throw it to him before he gets attacked by a monster and then he uses it and it goes on to be like a super important thing. Anyway, an actual great example of this occurs in the novel Ahsoka, where throughout the story, Ahsoka keeps collecting tiny bits of scrap metal, not even really sure why she's doing it. But eventually, by the end of the story, she realizes that all those little scraps are meant to be the hilts for her new sabers. But we'll come back to those in a minute. And also, I'll throw out there that while I mentioned scrap metal, and most lightsabers are made of metal, they don't have to be. Some can actually be made out of wood. That said, it's not as if the wielder has no input at all on what the hilt is going to look like. Kylo Ren, for example, has the obvious exhaust port hilt guard things that he puts into his so that he can get as much power out of the crystal inside as possible. Which brings us to the next big component of the lightsaber, which is, of course, the kyber crystals inside that actually generate the beam of light. Pre Empire days, Jedi younglings would actually go to a planet called Ilum where they would enter ice caves and hope to be chosen by one of the kyber crystals. The wand chooses the Jedi, as they say, or 
something like that. Kyber crystals are obviously a super valuable resource, so the Jedi kept this planet as basically a big secret until the Empire took over and they learned about it, and then they started mining the planet like crazy for all the kyber crystals to power the giant weapon on the Death Star. But then, after the planet had been all heavily mined, the First Order was all like, you know what, why move the crystals away from the planet at all? Let's just turn the planet into the weapon, and that's what became Starkiller Base. Which, after they did that, Poe Dameron blew it up, and then it collapsed into itself and became a star and was eventually renamed Solo. Anyway, the point is kyber crystals are the things inside lightsabers that give them their power and color. But what do those colors mean? Well, let's start with the basics. Blue. Blue is the first color of lightsaber we ever see, specifically this one given to Luke by Obi-Wan in A New Hope. And the unfortunate fact is that blue lightsabers don't really mean anything at all. They, along with green, are easily the most common color of them all and make up the majority of the lightsabers we ever see in Star Wars. However, before Disney owned Star Wars, there was a time when the blue and green crystals did mean something different. As revealed in the Knights of the Old Republic, Public video game, a blue crystal indicated that you were a Jedi Guardian, while a green crystal meant you were a Jedi Consular. Basically, if you had a blue lightsaber, it meant that you were a Jedi who used the Force on a more physical level. Whereas green indicated that you were the kind of Jedi who preferred to reflect on the mysteries of the Force. One who tried to fight the dark side at its heart. Now, unfortunately, that's no longer canon. But episodes one through six were out when that was canon, and you can actually see this in action action, at least across the main cast. For example, Obi-Wan and Anakin both have blue lightsabers and are indeed much more physically inclined force users, which, you know, makes a lot of sense for the generals of the clone army. On the other hand, Qui-Gon Jinn and Yoda both have green lightsabers and are indeed much more concerned with the greater mysteries of the force. Heck, Qui-Gon even solves one. He is the first to ever figure out how to come back as a force ghost, and he is the one who teaches Obi-Wan how to do it. In any case, though, all that has now been erased and is no longer technically part of canon. And if you have a blue or green lightsaber, it basically just means that you're a light side force user. Although interestingly, the only reason we actually have green as a lightsaber color is because in Return of the Jedi, when it was first introduced, they wanted to make sure you knew that Luke had a brand new lightsaber. And so they changed it from blue to green, not only to tell you that it was new, but also because he was gonna be using it for the first time on Tatooine with the really blue sky, and it was just gonna blend in if it was blue. So that's why Luke has a green lightsaber in Return of the Jedi. Moving on, let's talk about the next most common color, red. Red lightsabers, as I'm sure you are aware, are only ever used by dark side force users, and there's actually a pretty good reason for it, and it's not just because they are all really aware of the fact that red and black is a really cool combination. Although, don't get me wrong, it totally is. Red lightsabers do have a pretty interesting origin story, though, because red is not a naturally occurring kyber crystal color, and yet, Every dark side user has a red one? What gives? Well, basically, in order to create a red lightsaber, a dark side force user needs to acquire a kyber crystal and then corrupt it with the dark side of the force, causing the kyber crystal to bleed. The crystals are usually acquired either by killing a fellow Jedi and then stealing their crystal, or by being a Jedi yourself and then just corrupting your own crystal. Either way, once it bleeds, they all bleed the same color. 
red. That said though, not all red lightsabers are the same and different configurations do have different meanings. For example, we already sort of talked about Kylo Ren and how he wants extra power, which is why he created the exhaust ports for the cross hilt here. And this ends up just saying a lot more about Kylo personally and his quest for power. But honestly, I think this choice is pretty unique to red lightsabers because you never see a Jedi lightsaber that had the exhaust ports like this because they would never be concerned with getting more power. Then you have double-sided lightsabers, which are not specific to the Sith and anyway, that's just down to a personal fighting style. Unless they happen to be one of these fancy spinning blades, in which case it absolutely means you are one of the Inquisitors, one of the dark force users hired by Darth Vader to hunt down the Jedi after Order 66. Also, they can use them as helicopter blades, which is just... So, so dumb. I hate this so much. Actually, honestly, it's so dumb. Can we just move on? Can we just uncorrupt that idea? Actually, turns out, yes. Enter the white lightsabers. Boom! That segue dad was a joke for like 20 people, but if you know, you know. Anyway, white lightsabers in Star Wars are incredibly rare, and like the red lightsabers, they are not a naturally occurring color. Although, fun fact, all lightsabers were initially going to be white. They only added the red and blue hues in post in A New Hope to help further distinguish between the good guys and the bad. As if you needed any help determining which of these two guys was the bad guy. It's the guy in the full black armor. In any case though, to get a white lightsaber, you actually need to start with a red lightsaber that has had its kyber crystal corrupted. Then you use the force to purify it, after which the glow becomes white. By far the most notable white saber user is Ahsoka Tano, who did exactly this in her novel, Ahsoka, after she kills the sixth brother, purifies his crystals and then begins wielding the double white sabers. Now, white sabers are pretty rare for a variety of reasons, but namely because you have to get the red crystal back and then purify it, and Jedi are not typically in the business of killing their opponents. It's not the Jedi way. But as Ahsoka will gladly tell you, I am no Jedi. God, I love that scene so much. Like it just justifies the entire existence of the Rebels show. I mean, Rebels is fine, but you know what else is great about that scene? Darth Vader smashes Ezra's stupid blaster lightsaber thing. Oh my God, that thing drove me crazy. Nobody hates Star Wars like people who love Star Wars, right? And I love Star Wars, which is why I hate it when they're messing it up. You guys watching Mando? Cause it's so, 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 so good. Anyway, getting back on track, for a long time, Ahsoka was the only known user of white lightsabers, but recently in the new High Republic novels and comics, there is a new character, Orla Jelarni? Orla Jereni? Mm, yes, I have not read those yet. Orla has been carrying around a double-bladed collapsible lightsaber. Although as far as I can tell, it hasn't been revealed how she came to own it yet. Although I do have to say, not having read anything about her at all, her just overall appearance and the white collapsible double-bladed lightsaber looks like the exact opposite of Dark Ray in Rise of Skywalker. Speaking of whom, uh, guess who also has a pretty unique lightsaber at the end of that movie? Ray. Yellow. What What does a yellow lightsaber mean? Is I feel like what everyone around me was saying when that scene happened. And it was a great question because if you've never watched any of the animated series, you'd probably never seen a yellow lightsaber before. But until Rey revealed hers at the end of episode nine, the only yellow lightsaber wielders we had ever seen were the Jedi Sentinels, the like guards at the Jedi temples. But even then they weren't full on lightsabers. They were like lightsaber pikes, like long staffs with short yellow blades at each end. But so either way, 
for a very long time, it seemed like yellow indicated that kind of path for you as a Jedi, like someone who was very protective and defensive. And I suppose you could argue this for Rey too. I mean, she is the last beacon of the Jedi in like the entire galaxy. I mean, that we know of, but like Grogu's gotta be out there somewhere, right? <laughs> right? Do not you tell me that Grogu is dead. But in a way, she is the last protector of the Jedi Order. But there is another unique aspect of Rey that the yellow could be pointing to. And that is her existence as a Force Dyad. A Force Dyad is <clears throat> a rare type of Force bond that paired two Force-sensitive beings, making them one in the Force. The power of a Dyad was as strong as life itself, with the individuals forming the Dyad sharing a connection that spanned across space and time. And the only Force Dyad we've ever known about in all of Star Wars is between Rey and Ben Solo. And that's how they're able to have all these epic conversations and fights and pass stuff through the Force and things. But Rey is also the only ever live action character we've seen hold a yellow lightsaber. So it seems reasonable to me that the two are connected. To which you might fairly argue that Ben's original lightsaber was not yellow, it was blue. Which is true, but I would argue that at that point, the Force Diet had not been established yet. Him and Rey had never met, and Rey was not at all active in the Force. So it's possible that if he had ever made a new one post-meeting Rey, it too would have been yellow. Moving on though, let's talk about another one-off lightsaber color, black. As far as anyone knows, there is only and has only ever been one black lightsaber, the Darksaber. The Darksaber is unique, not only in color, but also in shape, as it's also the only lightsaber that materializes in a more traditional blade appearance. And its history is actively being written on screen right now in The Mandalorian, which again is just so good. But its origins and what it means are known. Jedi and the Mandalorians have a long history with each other, and it's not exactly a peaceful one. In fact, the reason that Mandalorians have so many different gear and gadgets and all their armor and the helmets and the jetpacks were all different ways they came up with to fight the Jedi. However, one Mandalorian, Tar Vizsla, was different. He was the first ever Mandalorian accepted into the Jedi Order. And it was him who first created the Darksaber. Upon his death, the Darksaber was kept at the Jedi Temple as a relic, but it was eventually stolen back by House Vizsla, where it was then passed down from generation to generation. And although Mandalore itself was left to ruin during the Age of the Empire, it is still believed widely by all Mandalorians that whoever wields the Dark Saber is the true leader of Mandalore. Naturally, it is currently being held by Din Djarin and Grogu, a Mandalorian and a Jedi, although if I had to guess, it'll probably eventually end up in Grogu's hands. Although if I really, really had to guess, I think it'll actually get destroyed in some way somehow, and then it'll be reconstructed by Grogu, probably with that little metal ball he keeps carrying around, and then when he reconstructs it, it'll still be black and epic, but now it'll be Grogu's for reals. We can dream. But that just leaves us with two more colors, sort of. First, let's talk about purple. Really, there's only one, and it's owned by Mace Windu, and its meaning is pretty easy. Basically, Samuel L. Jackson, the actor playing Mace Windu, Windu's favorite color is purple. And whenever he's in a movie, he asks for like an artifact related to the character to be purple. So he requested the purple lightsaber. And so they did it. So purple lightsaber. 
you might get purple. So if you have a purple lightsaber, it basically means that your character is being played by Samuel L. Jackson. And while I have no way to back this up at this point, but the amount of retconning they're doing with Star Wars and stuff, it does seem like purple would be like this middle ground between blue and red, which feels appropriate, like somewhere between dark and light, which also feels appropriate for Mace Windu, who is the one Jedi who thinks that death is the appropriate option when it comes to Palpatine. Not to mention with more Mandalorian and Ahsoka and Obi-Wan and like all the High Republic stuff coming out and like the uh, like the love everyone has for the different colors. Like I'm sure I'm sure we're getting more background. Which brings us to our final color, sort of orange. But I suppose in the spirit of thoroughness, we should talk about it. But honestly, the truth is there have never been any significant orange lightsaber. The only way to canonically see one is to play the game Jedi Fallen Order where you can like customize the kyber crystal in your lightsaber and make it orange. But just because you customize it doesn't make it true. The canon color for Cal Kestis, the main character of that game, is blue. But I guess the fact that you can choose it does mean they exist. Eh. But don't fret. There is at least one other example of a canon orange lightsaber. But I hesitate to really call it a lightsaber because said saber is not actually powered by a kyber crystal. Instead, it is powered by an even rarer colon crystal. Colon crystal sounds like something you do not want to have. I'm afraid it says here you have colon crystals, sir. <laughs> No, colon crystals, K-O-H-L-E-N, are very similar to kyber crystals, but only ever have one canon appearance in the novel Master and Apprentice, where indeed they do put one of the crystals in a lightsaber hilt, and it does indeed make an orange blade. But that blade is incredibly low power and cannot hold up to a regular lightsaber at all, so it doesn't do you much good. That said, the appearance of the crystals themselves was pretty important because they were tied to a prophecy, which read, when the kyber that is not kyber shines forth, the time of the prophecy will be at hand. Oh, so it's a prophecy about a prophecy. That sounds concrete. But it was good enough for Qui-Gon because everything always is. He's the master of the title, Master and Apprentice. But he, I suppose, correctly interprets that prophecy to mean that it's time to start looking for the chosen one as dictated by the other greater prophecy. Which of course he does and boom! Darth Vader, so good job, Qui-Gon. That's what green lightsaber thinking will get you. I tell you, this guy, if he just spent a little bit more time in combat, he would have been fine and might not have gotten sliced in half. Run through the middle, whatever, he dies. Spoilers. But there you go, guys. That is what every lightsaber color means in the canon so far. But my question for you guys all at home is, what is your favorite lightsaber? Let me know in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks so much as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Star Wars action from us. If you wanna see our video about the Star Wars ice cream conspiracy, which yes, was a real thing and is as crazy as it sounds, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, otherwise, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.